<clears throat> so, listeners, we're winding down at Moniker Art Fair. There are people here. There is artwork here. There are experts here. We just spoke with an auctioneer. Now, Bike Girl, when I hear auctioneer, my head goes, $2.09 sold to the jerk down I'm seeing cows and pigs. Right. Auction, like old school, like farm, like... Oh, my grandfather used to go to... This isn't fine art auctions. My grandfather used to go to auctions every weekend and we would go with him. But they'd sell everything from pianos to sheep. Oh, everyone's on the phone now. Half the people don't show up. The auction houses now, most of the people are on the phone. Now, most I, of the when I envision people calling in and money, I envision the Jerry Lewis telethon from when I was a kid. How many, 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 Sadie, you're wonderful. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. So auctions are fun. That last interview was pretty interesting. Now, our next guest sat in for that interview unreluctantly. He uh, was going to be next, and then I was going to bring, hey, let's bring Alex over. And then Alex brought a friend, and before I knew it, it turned into our longest interview of the fair. So I would like to first appreciate our next guest. Absolutely. His tolerance <laughs> and his top hat. Yes. Hey, look, I was observing. We are blessed to be here with the brother Optimo. What's up, pimp? What's up? Now, what I love about you already is you're born and bred. Yes. OG New York. Tell us, tell us about about coming up in the in the graph game. Um, I mean, I started graffiti when I was a kid, man. Probably, I say about twelve years old. Um, I mean, I grew up, you know, grew up surrounded by graffiti. You know, uh, first person I ever met that did graffiti was in church and uh he had uh, graffiti on his pants and i was just like i you know i didn't know i was going to be able to meet someone who did graffiti so i was kind of excited when i seen that he had graffiti on his pants and i was like um you do graffiti and he was like yeah and i was like can you do graffiti for me and he said yeah man what, what you want to do i was like i want my jeans like i want like fred flintstone and barney rubble like with my name and you know he's like bring me a pair of jeans next week to church and i'll bring them back the week church. after did you hear that to church yeah and and next week i bought a pair of jeans for him a week later he came back and they were laced up mm-hmm. barney rubble fred flintstone he did his name which i thought that he did his name to give me a tag so I started writing his tag. No, that's <laughs> <great>. <laughs> yeah. You started taking. His that was my my first tag. Yeah, my first else. tag was his tag. Um, that's dope. That's funny. I, it was Crayer, and I spelled it. I think I changed the, the spelling of it. I wrote Crier, thinking I don't know. I guess my spelling was bad. I was dyslexic. I was dyslexic, so I spelled, and I wrote the Fly Crier. Mm. And um, so an older guy from my neighborhood was like, yo, why are you writing the fly crier? You like to cry a lot or something? And I was just like, what? He said, yo, it's spelled crier. I said, like, no, it's crayer. He was like, no, that's crier. You don't know how to spell? So I just, uh, I don't know. I just deaded that tag. And, but let's be real. Yeah. Graph was never about the phonetics 
Oh, spelling? No, it wasn't about the <laughs> etymology. I mean, you know what? My tag, you know, my tag now is spelled wrong on purpose. You know, I, I write words, W-E-R-D-S. And um, that I, I used to write word, W-E-R-D, which was given to me by an uh, older writer because I got caught by my mother writing my second tag, which was Monk, M-U-N-K. I wrote J-S before that. That was my first, first real tag. Um yeah, caught my mother, caught, my mother caught me tagging my tag in That's my room. That's worse than getting caught she, by the cops. She, yeah, Your and mom she was the first she put it. Squad? No, I mean <laughs> I, I've been caught by cops before before my mom, but she didn't find out right. because I got let go of the precinct. Whatever. <laughs> Not that I was snitching or something. <laughs> 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 We're kids, they, you know. Let's go. That. Don't worry. No, definitely not. Um, yeah, I mean. I don't know. I got lost. What, what was we talking about? Crier and writing something. Crier, yeah. Caught by your mom. You no, so. Tag. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I you know, I, I went through a bunch of tags, man, before uh, I figured out what, what my tag was going to be. But. Uh, How eventually you you came up with your character. Tell me about the character. My character? Uh, my character is like, I mean, it's a reflection of me. I mean. Um, I started trying to do characters like in the early 2000s, but I was really bad, I think. I'm not saying that I'm the illest now, but... Does anybody, anybody, no, no, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Does anybody start off as a master? Have you ever met no. someone that said, yo, the first time I picked up a master? I'll be honest with you, dope. I definitely do know people who picked it up much quicker than I did. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. A I'm master? Saying, no. No, that's not the way it goes. No. The only place where success comes before work is yeah. the dictionary. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you can't. You can don't just pick up it. You don't try something new and be a beast. No, it's a life. No, How I mean, long I, I, it I, take you? it took me. A, it took me a long time for my characters. I, I'd say it took me like ten years before like my character started looking kind of cool. Um, and I didn't start off as my character as a profile, like the frontal view. I started off as a character like uh, side is always sideways profile. And it was a profile of me as a cartoon. Looked terrible, like the first one. one. With a fedora and he had a black t-shirt on. Because I was trying to do like a self-portrait cartoon. I didn't want my character. I knew I wanted to do characters, but I didn't want to copy off anyone. So I was like, the only way I can make a character be original is if I make my own that looks like me. Mm -hmm. So you're an egotist like me. I, I, I don't think it's... I don't, it's not ego. I, I just want it to be original. Yeah, but if you're going to write something, you can create whatever you want. You want to yeah, put your face out there. Graph is about well, telling people My character now is a skull. It's like a mask. I guess, and, and, and it's kind of funny because at first it wasn't like the skull. It was like actually a terrible self-portrait of myself, like with the hair sticking out the side. Um, I started doing the skull because I, I, I guess because like I was masking myself, like. You know, I wasn't happy with myself, so I would like put on a mask. You know, I always, now, oh, go sorry. ahead, Nicole. Please. I always thought it was like a moniker. No, it's a, it's a, it's pretty much like a, a stretched sugar skull. When I first started them, Whoa. you could tell that they were like you don't look they Mexican, were shorter. Bro. I'm not Mexican. That's what I I'm was saying. just inspired by Mexican art. You know, no but, shit. Um, sugar skulls are usually shorter, which is how yes, I started them, nice. right? And then I got real loose with it. And it's in the shape of a W, which goes back to words. So most of my characters that I've done, 
um, have like a W shape in them. Like even the female uh, character that I do, which is uh, Sueña, um, she she has no head. She's like a ma- she's based on a, like a mannequin figure. So she has no no hands, no head, um, no legs usually. You know, usually coming out of a top hat sometimes. You know, The Simpsons, right? Homer Simpson's got the M for the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mouth is the G. Yeah, and I've done... MG, that's yes. what you're trying to do. It's I've like done a, the Homer character stop. with the W in his hair instead of the M. Stop. Yeah. All you did was turn it over? Did anybody tell? Could, no. Could people... T- nobody knew. I mean, no, I, I I didn't do it on a wall. I did it, like, on yeah, paper. Yeah, that's mean. But I did it over and over again, almost like um, Jerkface. Like how he does, All right. but this is like early. I did that in 1998 on a piece of paper. Homer sends it over and over again, but with a bunch of W's. That's it. You need to make it your own. Yeah. Like Jerk does. Yeah. Now think about that. Matt Groening, Groening started a little comic strip on the Tracy Ullman show. It is now the longest running syndicated TV show in history because of sketches. Yeah. I'm sure he got in trouble for sketching that somewhere he didn't want to, you know, somebody didn't want him to. I mean, who? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for well, sure. Well, he's a huge fan of the graffiti art. Of course. Yeah. Personally. That's where it all comes from. I mean, listen, let's go back to Roman days. I heard somebody told me a story yesterday where the original Roman graffiti was in the bathrooms. Oh, yeah. Because bathrooms were unisex. They were like, I'd like to take you out to dinner. And that was a hookup line back then. The original then. for a good Yo, here's my, here's my wooden wooden beeper number, like my, my wooden pager number. You know, we've been scratching on stuff since we crawled. Well, we did. We scratched on stuff before we crawled out of the caves. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, it's a natural thing to do is to, when you're a kid, nobody tells a kid what graffiti is. And, they, you know, they write on the wall with a crayon. I know a bunch of people said that already. Like, I mean, that's all right. No, is, is, you know, it's is the truth, you know. So let's talk about fashion, because you, from the waist down, are telling me that you are in the studio, you are painting, you are getting shit done, but from the waist up, brother, you're ready to party. Talk to me I'm about a, that top hat. I mean, I'm, in, I'm, I'm heavily into fashion. I always, I always have been. You know, um, I, I wear a lot of Ralph Lauren, like I'm a big Ralph Lauren head. I appreciate you pronouncing it correctly. Yeah, yeah, first. I mean... I'm a, you know, I'm He's from the like, boy. I'm from the '90s where like New York graffiti artists, uh, you know, we, st- well, stealing paint. What comes next? Stealing clothes. You know, you got and, and I, I know other places I've been to. They're like, yo, why do New York graffiti writers wear a lot of polo? I'm like, you know, we went from stealing paint to stealing polo and just looking fresh for the girls. You know, like trying to look like the freshest is like a competition. You know. And Ralph Lauren just had oh, that, you know, collectible I know, brother. gear, you know? I, yep. Every day I wake up, it's like, all right, I, I can't disappoint the fans. Yep. I can't, dis- I can't nah, leave the fans can't, wanting. You, you know, you got to leave them wanting a little bit more, but you can't just... And Ronnie, can we just say grill? Beautiful. I didn't want to go there oh because gosh. we're not going to pick the man's look Real apart. I'm not going like, to say, oh, I love your whole look. No, he's put together. He, he didn't leave the house looking haphazard. No. Those those paint does. pants are the only but thing But I will say this. He's another one of those artists that as soon as you meet him, you know who he is because Absolutely. you look like your character. Yeah. So let's talk about characters. Who's one of your favorite people in the game? Um... In graffiti, street art, Why mix, both. Oh shit! <laughs> you know what? That's one of those things that I, I. It's really hard to like answer straight off the top. I guess like you know you have to see a list and you just be like, yo. Who do you like to run with? Who do I like to run? Mm. I mean, 
I'm I'm I run with my crew, AIDS crew, which is a Jersey New Jersey based crew. Um Mr. Mustard, uh Ah, his stuff is all D- over Disto Art. Those are like my, my brothers right there. Uh Doctor Whom, which uh doesn't get enough credibility, but he is like a big influence in my my style, my letter style, which you know, he, he taught me structure with tag like hand style, straight letters throwies pieces and i i mean i guess i got i have a new york style but a, a jersey style you know what i mean and a jersey style is even like a mixture of so many different styles as well you know jersey has a big big graffiti scene like you know and jersey city is on fire yeah and and i'm happy that that my crew, AIDS crew, is like a big part of that, oh, yeah. too, you know? Mr. Mustard's got pieces yeah. all over, Jason. Yeah, and, and you know what? Like, early 2000s, we, we started forming, like, Voltron, like, AIDS crew. And I was just, I, I lived there for one year. And by living there for that one year, I, you know, I just started getting together with AIDS crew. It was me and then first, before we met AIDS crew, and we met AIDS crew separately. And... They liked both of us, and they asked him to be down first. And then he was like, what do you think about, you know, me being down with AIDS? And I was like, I, I mean, I think they're cool, you know. Like, they, they, they definitely, like, ill at what they do. And um, then eventually, like, they asked me, you know, to be down with AIDS crew as well. And then we both just started pushing AIDS crew and going along with them. And I think it was, like, bringing something different to the table back to New York. Cause I went to Jersey and, and like they were doing like pieces, just like on the street, and I brought it back to New York. Started climbing shit, trying to do pieces or straight letters. I, I think it's like almost like a Cali approach to it too. Cause like I, we was influenced by MSK, you know, like MSK was coming out to Jersey, sees uh, sees MSK. Um, I, we were seeing revoke pieces and like the way their approach started picking up on that like i'm like you know what why just do a throwy on a crazy spot when i could just try to do a straight letter or, or, or like you know a straight piece style letter in a crazy spot so speaking of crazy spots yeah what's the craziest what's the illest spot you've ever been in and what's the closest you've come to 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 actually being really actually terrified no no, no forget about terrified What's the piece that you almost regretted life for? There's got to be one. That almost regretted life? Yeah, like, I should have never did this at all. I wish I would have been a banker. There's got to be one of those pieces out there. I mean, it, wait, ugly? Like no, the, no, no, no. Oh, like the alias? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Um, that, that, that's funny because that question almost, like, make my hair go out. <laughs> um, that's why they give me the microphone. Yeah, honestly? All right. If you look, if you're walking from Brooklyn to Manhattan over the Williamsburg Bridge, I'm pretty sure it's still there. If you look all the way up on the top, you'll see a no sleep tag, 2012. That was done, and it's just a tag. It's not a fucking masterpiece. I don't know if it's still there, but if it's still there, someone did that (laughs) during the blackout, during the wind, drunk. And on other shit, out of their minds, with one of my friends, uh, you know, 
Yeah, I was, you know. All right, let's. Uh, you know, I, I think that was like the biggest risk, life taking risk of a tag. But that was just for a tag. All right, talk, yeah. talk but piece wise, is as far as like yeah. illest spots, was not was not in New York. It was in Jersey, and it was coming from. If you're going from Jersey City to Hoboken, there's a road called uh, I think it's called Devil's Neck. Now there was like a cliff there. There's a building there now, like a condo, like how they're doing in Chelsea, putting up all these condos. Before the condo was there, there was like an abandoned building, and there was a cliff. And I, you know, I would always look at this cliff like, damn, that would be an ill spot to hit. And one day, like, I think it was like three in the morning, I got a call by a girlfriend of mine. I can say that now because I'm not with my daughter's mother anymore. She was like, "Yo, you want to go out and paint?" And I was like, "Yeah, fuck it." So, you know, she picked me up. I went out. I was like, yo, I'm going to do this spot, and you're going to hold me down. She was like, all right, bet. So I told her, you got to wait for me at the bottom, and if you see any cops or whatever. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know. Let me do a translation for our white listeners. That meant he spoke to his girlfriend about something that he was going to do that was mildly controversial, and she said, baby, I got you. You do you, boo-boo. That's yeah. what she said. Okay. All right, back in. All right, so I'm on top of the, uh, you know, top of the level of Jersey City Heights, looking down at Hoboken. So I climb, I, mind this, I have two buckets of paint and a bunch of uh, white rustos. So I, I had to hang down one level to get to a, a, a next level. Just, I, I don't even know how to explain it, man. This is like, on a level this to is, get up a level? No, you, you, you like hang down. And you get down. Right. Then a, a, I think it was a, like two levels. It's, it was almost like a fucking video game. Like you, I, like uh, like Contra. You know Contra, the yeah, game Contra? No, it's not, not not that kind of level. Like if you're looking at a Contra game and you see like he's running through like the game and it's like he can go, jump from one pod to another, yes. like higher. I was like on the third third level of the visual, Got like, it. you know, or whatever. All right, so I hang down. This was like a 25-foot uh, straight letter that I did. Kind of, I don't even call my straight letter straight letters because they have like a little bend to them, styled out straight letter, I guess. Straight um, letters? 25 feet long. And I don't know, I was stepping on the bucket. I had, you know, the rollers. Whatever, it came out pretty cool. It was, you know, I did the whole thing. But when I was done, mind this, I was like on a bunch of Viking hands, drank a bunch of beer. The girl fell asleep. She's like... On top of a, she did not have your back. She fell asleep. She now mind this, I couldn't get down because I couldn't see. It was so dark out, so I'm like fuck. And I'm like this girl. I'm like trying to throw rocks to wake her up, but I didn't want to hit her. And finally, I was like fuck. I'm gonna have to call my boy to come try to bring some rope. My phone's dying. I'm up there. I'm just like fuck. So I, I, I called my boy and I was like, yo, I, I think I'm going to have to call the fire department to get me fucking down. Because there's no way down. Like, you know, I couldn't see. I couldn't climb back up because it was too high. So basically fell asleep right there on top. Put the bucket in between me and the ledge so I wouldn't fucking fall off and die. And so waited till the sun, the sun came up. I think that was the craziest spot I've ever done because I risked my life, you know. So that was the day you were like, man, I should have worked for UPS. Yeah. Things no. I, I no. Fuck that. I mean, I I don't regret like anything. I, I've done a lot of stupid shit, like a lot of crazy stupid spots. Billboard on Sixth Avenue and uh, Spring Street. I did that by myself. 
That one was there for a while. It was there for a while. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, I was away for a while, for a couple of years. And the, uh, wait, wait, did you catch that? Dealer? What? I was away for a couple of years. Yeah, I was away for a couple of years, and it was still there. Um, it had life. It still had life. Yeah, and um, the thing is about that spot, I did it by myself, drunk as fuck. Um, after I came back from uh, this kid Pegleg's uh, crib, and I remember like the next day after I did it, waking up, and I was just like, like, did I do that? Like, cause I didn't really. I was so fucked up that I don't remember doing it, and I was like. Picturing myself up there, and I was like, I was drunk as fuck. But I did a straight letter across the whole back of a billboard. I was like, I'm surprised. Like, you know, I remember feeling dizzy when I was up there, like, looking down, like, yo, this shit is fucking crazy. Because I had no lookout. I was just like, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I did it, and I survived, and I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to take those kind of risks again, you know? I want to say, I want to mention something. Knowing knowing your history, I want to say congratulations because I know that you no longer get fucked up. No, so no. Congratulations I, on You know what? I make, I make two years. years stickers, you write, say no. Yeah, I went from no sleep to say no. You know what no sleep stood for, so. Please tell us about that because that's so important yeah. to tell the future generation. Yeah, I mean. smarter way to go. Yeah, um, I don't know. You know, I, I like, I guess, um. 2011 I say 2011 I started going a little overboard um, I feel like I was coming up in the art world you know what I mean like doing more shows and you know getting more popular so I just started you know getting more fucked up um, I don't know I, I just went down a dark road just started getting fucked up way too much losing focus losing focus even on my art um I and I don't know. I just lost my shit, you know. Straight up, started going crazy, and I did get up a lot. Real sloppy, but I got up a lot. If you didn't get up, no, we know you're up. Yeah, Um, but yeah, you know, a couple of years ago, my father was like uh, dying and stuff, and uh, I went to Puerto Rico to help him out. But honestly, to help myself out, you know, and um, seeing him dying just uh, helped me stop getting high, stop getting drunk, and. I just committed. In one day, I just said, I'm done. Yeah. So I make two years, like, in a week. <laughs> Woo! Woo-hoo! Say no. That's right. Say no. All right, I want to talk about your first. My first what? Uh, <laughs> what? Money. Top hat. My first top hat? Oh, shit. I want to know. Wait, the first one I wore? All right. I want, to ta- I want you to take me back and, and paint the picture for us, if you will. The first time you saw a motherfucker looking so fly in a top hat that you're like, yo, that's not whack. Go. Damn. The first person I saw on the top, I fucking Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Works for me. I mean, yo. I want that golden ticket. (laughs) Don't we all? You know, the Optimo is more like Big Ronnie. You're a chasing the dream type of guy, right? Mad Hatter, you know. What I mean, well, that's you, you know, know. Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, bro. Like all the good ones. Stop you know, it. shit. All the Tex good Avery, ones. like you know, this this Erica Badu rocks it hard. You know, I mean, so many people. Uh, Fred, what is it, Fred? 
Fred, Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire. Fred, Fred, Fred Astaire. I dance, you know, like I love dancing and, you know, just watch, you know, a bunch of entertainers, you know, it's, it, it's an entertaining thing to have a top hat on. It's like magical, you know what I'm saying? Like It gives you stature. Yeah, you know, and I don't wear it because I'm sure I'll be the honest truth. Um, I didn't, I didn't look for a top hat. Top hat came to me like the shit is like it's, it's magical, you know, um, I think it was New Year's 2010. Um, it was my, it was my, I, I, I was in jail for a couple of years. So when I came home, I had my first New Year's party and it was in a loft in Brooklyn at, uh, at the tea factory. And, um, at the end of the night, when everybody left the place, left the, left the loft, kind of like, you know, b- about to go to sleep, there was a top hat on the couch. I used to wear fedora, and my character, Optimo Primo, would always wear the, you know, the, the fedora. And a polo rugby, which is red, yellow, and blue. I got that character because I I, when I got locked up for my bid, that was the outfit I was wearing. A lot of people don't know that, but I created that character when I was in jail as a reminder to not be the person I was before I got locked up. Optimo Primo. So... I switched over. When I saw that top hat, I put it on, and I was like, all right, fuck that. I'm going to start wearing a top hat instead of the fucking, you know, the fedora. I took a picture. Someone took a picture of me, and I was like, yo, so be ill to transition from the fedora and the rugby to the fucking top hat and, like, this pea coat that I used to wear. So that is what gave birth to me wearing the top hat. I found the top hat. It fit, and it just fit my character. No, I mean, exactly. I, I go through my paranoia stages, and I start hitting people up online, like, yo, take my pictures down. Like, I kind of did that recently because I just had a little kind of a paranoid mode. Um, I don't know. If you look at my pages, and they kind of disappeared. I kind of didn't tell no one. I'm saying it now, but... I just go through my paranoia saying then I don't know, maybe fucking next month I'll feel comfortable to start putting pictures up of my face. I don't know. I just go through these paranoia like stages. I think every good writer does. Anxiety. It's a writer thing. Now, people don't listen to In the Spray Room, the Sold Magazine podcast to hear Big Ronnie's words about fashion. (laughs) All right? It doesn't happen. That's not why people tune in. I feel All right? Yep. But I know a little something about hats and fashion that you ladies may not know. The custom of tipping your hat was around when hats got really big. Western culture, European culture, the hats got tremendous. So people were seven feet tall at 5'2". So they would take their hats off to show themselves, look how short I am. I'm not a threat to you. Mm. You never take that top hat off, do you? I do actually. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, when you get home, but no, no. You know what? I I went I went like I I feel like a, a fair share of last uh, within a whole year I didn't wear the top hat as much. You know, I was wearing a silver a, a gray top hat because I was doing I was working on a silver series and I wanted to show people a new me um, because you know I, I changed up just my lifestyle. And the black hat 
was kind of like a representation of the old me, like the no, the no sleep. And I transitioned into from no sleep to say no, which is, you know, um, I but the no is still there. You know what I mean? So words say no sleep. Everything kind of is put together. Everything everything's for a reason that I do. Like, you know, and I like to put little quotes inside my characters to talk to the public, to talk to people, you know, because... Uh, I like to write down my feelings. I like people to 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 kind of. Um, I, I I feel like for it to grow on people and you know for people to know that I have feelings, you know, and we're we're, we're all talking to each other, you know. I I always the first time I put up, I came up with the name No Sleep was because the first time I did a No Sleep character, I said I had my like uh, iPod on and I said the first song. The first words that come out when I'm ready to write something in that space of the scarf, I'm going to write down. And Beastie Boys, No Sleep, came on right when I was going to write that, that, that statement of the first character. first character that I did of the frontal view, No Sleep, was... Shit, I, I shouldn't even say this. It's like kind of... I think everything I just said was incriminating anyway. Fucking... You know the Williamsburg Bridge that... that uh, it's like a bank building. I don't know if it's a bank. They yeah. just, they just, uh, they yeah. just redid it. Yeah, it was a bank. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I did two characters back to back, but right when that song came on, that was right when I was gonna write the statement. I just said, "Fuck it, no sleep." Well, on the other side, no sleep. They were both in red. It was a, yeah, they were two red ones, I believe. And um, yeah, that's why I, that's what I came with. No sleep. And then, and then I, I think that I started trying to live that life of no sleep. I think that character, I really became that character. No more, though. Right, no. No more. This, this became the longest interview of the festival. Woo-hoo! How about that? Woo! And uh, you earned it because you waited for it. I appreciate your patience. Yes, thank you. Now, one thing we, we usually ask of our long-format guests is give the up-and-comers a little nugget of wisdom. Give them something to do, something to avoid. A little, a little, a little pearl from your past. Um, I guess uh, the, uh, uh, my best advice to everybody is um, to not let the vices take over your artistic ability and your your true nature of expression, because we can always get lost. And I think that. Our true artistic ability comes from without using any kind of vices to like bring it out of us because it's always in you no matter what. You know, when you was a kid, you didn't need anything to create. So, I mean, whoa, that's, that's deep. A, I've never even thought about that. Yeah. So, I mean, and I I didn't think about that either. So, I mean, I think that this is just natural. Just be yourself and um. Don't try to fit into the crowd because the crowd is going to fucking take you down. And then when you die, um, they might go to your funeral. They might throw up a RIP, but it's not going to bring you back. You know what I mean? I just lost a, a friend last week, uh, a few days ago. I'm going to a, to a wake tomorrow. And that was to an OD, you know? So, I mean, shit, make your own decisions the, the best way possible. You know, don't try to impress everybody in the graph scene or the art world. And try to fit in by getting high and getting twisted all the time. Just, just remember, you know, like you got try to be focused a little. You know, there's a party. The party's always there. You know, 
I I I think I'm going by like no FOMO. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Straight up. Yeah, man. You know? Thank you very much, brother, for coming in. That was great. Uh, can you give the listeners uh, some places online where they can either find your work or maybe, uh, you know, purchase it? I would say uh, just Google Optimal NYC. Well, there you have you got it. Got it. Thank you very much. And uh, Thank you. we are sold out with Optimal.